Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Renegade from Big Red Machines, How Long Do You Think It's Gonna Last? And today, we are discussing the song Right Where You Left Me from Evermore. Another Aaron Dessner song. Mm-hmm. Woohoo! Right Where You Left Me is the 16th track on Evermore. Evermore was released on December 11th, 2020, and this song was co-written by Aaron Dessner. Right Where You Left Me has not been played live yet, but I can guarantee that it will be a surprise song on the Eras tour. Yeah, this, definitely. like, guitar, are you kidding me? This would be so good live. Oh my gosh, like, scream singing yeah. from the crowd, like... That's all anybody ever this wants is a good to do. One. It's yeah. a good guitar song for sure. Maybe an Aaron Dessner collab. Potentially, he, comes on he could. The Stage. <laughs> Did you just call the stage the Stage? Yeah. <laughs> oh, ridiculous. You know. So, Devin, mm-hmm. what do you think about Right Where You Left Me? This song has really grown on me since Evermore was released. I didn't really listen to it a lot because it was on the deluxe album Mm -hmm. for a bit, and that wasn't on Spotify for a bit, right? Yeah, Yeah, the bonus songs came out, like, a month later. Yeah, and so I didn't listen to it too many times when it first came out, but whenever it comes on shuffle, like, I really love listening to it. Mm -hmm. It's a great song, great story. The lyrics are, like, really, really powerful, and, and I love storytelling Taylor, as we Mm -hmm. all know. I love when she really, you know, lets us in on a a fable or whatever that she has in her head. And and the lyrics really are fantastic for that. And she sounds like so, so good on this track, too. Her voice is just like sits in this great spot. Yeah, it's this kind of storytelling spot. You know, it's it's really, really good. It it's such an incredible depiction I think of like feeling stuck in your feelings after mm-hmm, a heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's really, really fantastic. And it seems like like the song could be from two perspectives. Um, the first, I think it's that it's far, far enough down the line from the break where she's looking back and wants what she had with this person. Mm. And maybe she got like a postcard in the mail of him with his wife and like two kids mm-hmm. from Christmas or mm-hmm. whatever, as, as the line later that is like, you know, you have kids and Christmas and, yeah. and I'm unaware of it because I'm right where you left me. Or she's projecting into the future and thinking about where she could possibly be down the line. Like, mm-hmm. am I going to be thinking about this person forever? Mm-hmm. You know, am I still going to be right where you left me in like 45 years? Because obviously I'm heartbroken now. Will this heartbreak last forever? Yeah. And so that's my other thought is that she's right where he left her or she left her in the moment. Maybe it's only a week after mm-hmm. the breakup or the heartbreak or whatever. And She's here and she's like, well, God, I feel like I'm going to be stuck here forever. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to get over this. So I'm, I I wondered, it's interesting to listen to it from both perspectives of, of her being in the present, but thinking to the future or being in the future and thinking on the past. Mm, I like that. That's really interesting. Um, yeah. So that that's really cool. That kind of could go either way. Yeah. I love the groove of this song. And I lo- yeah, as I said, I love Taylor's voice. Mm. I love the banjo on this song oh, so much. Oh, that's what it is? 
Oh, it's oh, so, so good. good. It's yeah. so good. I love the line, dust collected on my pinned up hair. What a wild image mm. to think that she's been sitting there for so long that dust is collecting on her. Yeah. It's like she's covered in dust in this restaurant. Like, what a crazy image to yeah. look at. It's so dramatic and like so visual, mm-hmm. this song. So good. I love the bridge of the song and then how it goes into like this kind of build into the final chorus. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said earlier, that line, I'm sure that you've got a wife out there, kids and Christmas, but I'm unaware. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. This this person has moved on and she's stuck. Like, it's it's wild. And, and she says, you know, that she's still 23 in the fantasy. And so, like, that makes me think that it is from the future and she's looking back and everything Mm. but it could still be like maybe in the future you know people are talking about me but you know when i from when i was 23 when Mm. we were 23 and we were together you know it's a really interesting song yeah it's a there's a lot going on in it yeah a lot and it's really a fun listen so i i like it a lot and uh just another sad bop that that we enjoy love it (laughs) we love love a sad bop Gab, what do you think about Right Where You Left Me? I really love the first verse of this song and how it kind of just like starts immediately. Mm-hmm. Like she just starts singing right away. Yeah. I really like how she sounds throughout the song and like the way she enunciates the lyrics mm. in the song. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasing. The guitar riff and I guess it's the banjo also like so enjoyable. I really like all the underlayers mm-hmm. to the song. I, I like the way that the song paces and like how it's kind of like it's like kind of slow and then it speeds up through that second verse. Like mm. I like the pacing a lot. It's very different Mm. for her the chorus i'd say is like my least favorite part of the song just Mm -hmm. because it gets a touch repetitive and it's a little hard for me to sing yeah it's pretty high it's high (laughs) (laughs) but i I mean i like the chorus i just like it just repeats the same parts over it's not my favorite part but i really love that like final verse outro of the song yep um and especially like that lyric but if you ever think you got it wrong Mm -hmm. i'm right where you left me it just shows like this like kind of like almost stream of consciousness of this person going through this like breakup or hard time and like feeling completely stuck with no ability to get themselves out of feeling mm-hmm, stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just like I really like how it builds. I, I enjoy this song a lot. Yeah. I think it's one of my more favorite songs on Evermore. I think so for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, do you relate to Right Where You Left Me? Sort of. Not in the way that most people might relate to this mm. song. I relate to the idea of being the same while other people or things change around me. Mm. One way, I basically look the exact same as I did in high school. So that is very interesting. I but look the same. And you don't really look the same. I pretty much do. You look similar, but not the, the same. The only thing is my hair. My yeah. hair is is. No, but your face older. does look different like Mm. you don't have a baby face you have a baby face but you don't have like the baby fat kind of thing yeah okay but continue but i think that like i kind of look the same well my friends get older and maybe they look older and maybe they don't fit into their high school (laughs) t-shirts like i do that's true i mean i still have clothes from high school which is crazy and the fact that they also held up and that they're still wearable, you know, yeah. they might, some of the t-shirts are threadbare, that, but we're working on it. We're working. <laughs> I am open to it. It's not like I'm like, oh my God, I can't have no, any other no, clothes. No. There's like know? one pair of shorts where I was like, get out. These have to go. These, these shirts have Burn to go. Burn them. So that's like one way that yeah. I relate. <laughs> the other way that I relate is 
friends in theater who have maybe progressed further than I have. Mm. Like, it's amazing for them. And I'm, like, really happy that they've, you know, gotten to Broadway and, like, they're doing really well and everything. But, like, I'm not there. And Mm -hmm. so, like, you know, how do I, what do I tell people when I say I'm an actor, you know? Or, like, yeah, like, how, how do I tell people that are into my career and asking about me who I haven't talked to in a while. It's like, well, I'm still kind of in the exact same place where you Mm -hmm. left me the last time, uh, which is not, not anywhere further, (laughs) but like, yeah, it, it's, I, I relate that way sort of, but Mm -hmm. when it comes to like a relationship, I don't really feel this way about any of my past relationships because I was always the one doing the breakup. Mm -hmm. So I never had this kind of like, I feel stuck pining over somebody who Mm. I hope realizes that they still want me Mm -hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Gab, do you relate? Yeah. No, I I mean, I think those are very, like, interesting ways and, like, cool to be able to relate in different ways, you know? Yeah. That's the whole thing with Taylor's music. whole thing. I think that there's just, like, a lot of relatable aspects to this song, but the lyrics that I most relate to are, breakups happen every day, you don't have to lose it, Mm. which is also one of my favorite lines of the song, because I definitely historically have been someone who loses it at breakups. And takes heartbreak extremely hard. Yeah. I just love the way she sings it and, like, the way it's, like, kind of, like, self-critical. I really, I think we just talked about this on a recent episode. I think it was on the Red episode. Yeah, I think it was. But after my first major heartbreak, I, like, didn't get off my couch for two weeks and just was, like, crying, watching the London Olympics, How I Met Your Mother, and eating white rice and Cheerios. Like, I was not really okay. I definitely, like, lost it. Um, well, I mean, this was the person you thought you were going to marry. So, like... Yeah, th- yeah. It kind of makes sense. Well, and it was a huge percentage of my life at that yeah. point, too, that so, was, like, like, given. It makes sense that you were despondent. No, it does make sense. It's just, like, I don't think everyone reacts the same way. No, for sure. You know, it's like, breakups happen every day. You don't have to lose it. But I lost it, for sure. Yeah. And I definitely, like, worried, you know, my mom, my friends... I think I handled my next heartbreak a little better. However, when that one happened, um, I threw up on my ex's lawn as he was breaking up with me. So I don't know if I really handled it much better. (laughs) And I did not go to work the next day. But then I went to work the day after the next day. Yeah, yeah. So a little better. But I would definitely say that I do lose it when it comes to breakups. And so, you know, that might just be who I am. And that's okay. Yeah. And it's okay if you're like that, too. Yeah. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. Right Where You Left Me always makes me think about the Miss Americana documentary when Taylor said, There's this thing people say about celebrities, that they're frozen at the age they got famous. Hmm. And that's kind of what happened to me. I had a lot of growing up to do just trying to catch up to 29. Hmm. Lyrics like, did you ever hear about the girl who got frozen? Time went on for everybody else. She won't know it. She's still 23 inside her fantasy, how it was supposed to be. Hmm. It really makes me think about this quote from the documentary, especially the specific use of the word frozen, Mm -hmm. you know, as well as like the title of the song, Right Where You Left Me. It also makes me just think about that idea of celebrities being frozen at the age they got 
famous. Sure. And though Taylor was famous long before she was 23, I do feel like 23 was like kind of the start of her becoming more of a superstar, which was like post-red heading into 1989, Mm. as well as like the intense like media coverage at all times of her personal life and everything. Interesting. You know, like there was always the Joe Jonas stuff, but like then she started dating way more high profile people Mm -hmm. in that red time. For me, when I think about this song, I do think about it in that way. Yeah. Like she's stuck at like the age she was at yeah. then and it took her a long time to to be her age. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The lyrics, everybody moved on, I stayed there, dust collected on my pinned up hair, make me think of the Taylor Swift is over party and how Taylor wasn't seen publicly for over a year and how impossible that must have been to move on from. Mm. You know, like everyone moved on and I stayed there like in that horrible feeling, horrible moment. Yeah. So those are two of my theories. Some things I found on the internet, the commonly used idiom in the song You could hear a pin drop means it's very quiet, but Taylor changed the noun to hairpin. Apparently, dropping hairpins is a well-known euphemism Mm -hmm. in the LGBTQ community, and this means to, like, drop clues, if not, like, outright statements about one's own sexuality in an effort to determine if a person is safe to come out to. Mm. Um, Also, the Stonewall Inn protest is known as the hairpin drop heard around the world. Mm. So the use of hairpin obviously fueled, like, many more Gaylor and Kaler theories, Mm. with fans thinking the lyrics, friends break up, friends get married, could be referencing Carly Kloss and her wedding. Mm. It's always, you know, important to add when we talk about these theories that unless Taylor herself comes out it's really not cool to presume someone's sexuality for them sure but if members of the queer community feel particularly seen by this song and the use of the hairpin line like that's awesome yeah when discussing the evermore bonus songs taylor said about right where you left me the first is a song about a girl who stayed forever in the exact spot where her heart was broken completely frozen in time Ooh. Some fans think that this could be a literary reference to the character of Miss Havisham in Charles Dickens' novel Great Expectations. Hmm. She's a wealthy spinster who was left at the altar who insists on wearing her wedding dress for the rest of her life. Yeah. And she also stops all the clocks in her house at 8.40, which is apparently the exact time that she was left. Mm -hmm. And so that theory kind of fits with the idea of the song, and especially the lyric, time went on for everybody else, she won't know it. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting theory. I think, like, ultimately, like, when Taylor writes, especially for Folklore and Evermore, it's a combination of a lot of different things, a lot of thoughts. But we do know that she was reading a lot of, like, older novels Uh at this time, so there is a likely chance that this could have been some influence and that line just works really well for sure so i thought that was a cool one taylor wrote the lyrics to aaron Dessner's instrumentation for this song aaron originally penned the music for the big red machine album but taylor heard it and she came up with right where you left me and happiness like days before evermore was completed cool and aaron said that's a little bit how she works she writes a lot of songs and then at the very end she sometimes writes one or two and they often are important ones Hmm. interesting that was interesting Hmm. no that's all really (laughs) that's all really cool yeah very interesting stuff does that make you think differently about any of the song like are any of those things you had thought of uh, not really. I mean, the frozen in time thing makes sense for sure. Mm-hmm. The the Miss Havisham stuff is funny because Miss Havisham is an absolutely horrendous human being <laughs> in the book. And she's literally like 
actually the worst person ever. Mm. Maybe Estella is worse than her for being the pawn and everything. I haven't read the book. You read the book? Oh, yeah. In, oh. in high school. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And, you know, just poor Pip. That's all I have to say. <laughs> poor Pip. I, guys, I have no idea poor, anything that happens in the book. Poor Pip. It's rough. It's, it's a rough read. Mm. I mean, it's just like she basically has well it starts off with them being like young kids and pip falling in love with estella and and then them growing up and living life and pip being always in love with estella but estella Mm. going off and you know being with other people and miss havisham basically using estella as like a revenge toy for pip it's like really messed up uh spoilers for (laughs) charles dickens great expectations which was written in the 1800s (laughs) which is also a tv show right now so it is yeah with olivia coleman as miss havisham that's interesting when did it come out like a couple weeks ago maybe it's a british tv show no it's on i think netflix or hbo interesting well that's fascinating yeah i wonder if taylor's wrote the book i'm pretty sure taylor's read the book Mm, very i'm gonna guess taylor's read (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> read Great Expectations. Well, I haven't read Great Expectations, and I'm a reader. I'm surprised. But I also haven't still read haven't Rebecca, read and she read Rebecca, which I'm going to read. That's like tolerated. I think. I'm really surprised you still haven't read Great Expectations. Not, not a Dickens fan. Uh, yeah, I think the only Dickens I've read is Christmas Carol. Mm. Well, I guess we know my next book. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, Devin, what's mm-hmm. your favorite line in Right Where You Left Me? I, I love the somewhat turn of phrase mm-hmm. that she uses at the end because she's sung this whole thing and she's talking about how she's stuck and she is, you know, uh, exactly the same. And then she says, if you ever think you got it wrong... I'm right where you left me. Mm-hmm. That's that's hard. That's, oh, that's boy. a rough line. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough. Because then she's what? She's just waiting. That's a really rough line. Yeah. If you ever think you got it wrong. And you, you never want to feel like that. No. You don't want to be that person. You no. know, you want to move on. There are bigger, better things. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Betty. Yeah, Betty. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, you know, James, not worth your time. Yeah, I feel like I probably, like, at one point in my life was in that, if you ever think you got it wrong, I'm right where you left me. Yeah. It was a really bad, dark time. Yeah. Not, that's not a good feeling. That's that's why it makes me think that it's, like, not that long after the breakup, and she's kind of projecting forward in time. Mm. Because. I could see it. You know, if it's been, like, 40 years and she still feels this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. I mean, Miss yeah. Havisham did, so. Yeah, it could be. So. It depends, I think. Yeah, I or, just, or yeah. she's a ghost and she's dead. If like if I had had that mindset, <laughs> sorry, I didn't react to what you just said. <laughs> or she's a ghost and she's dead. It could be. It could be. There's a uh... no. I was just gonna say I was still thinking of my thought when you said the ghost <laughs> thing. <laughs> but like, if I had said, if you ever think you got it wrong, I'm right where you left me. If I had like kept feeling that way, like I never would have been open to meet you. Sure, and like this is our life and like we're perfectly matched and like that like you close yourself off from meeting other people by being stuck on someone who doesn't want you, you yeah know? you turn into miss havisham you turn into miss havisham <laughs> i gotta read this book so you i can it. understand all these references it's a great name too yeah isn't it yeah gab what's your favorite line in right where you left me i really like mind my business if our love died young i can't bear witness <sighs> I just think it's really good. Just the turn of phrase, the way she writes things like this. It's, I don't know, to say, like, we broke up, I'm upset. 
If our love died young, I can't bear witness. Yeah. I mm. love it. Mm. It's a good song. It's good. Okay, Devin. Uh-huh. From one to ten, corners I haunt. Ooh. What do you give right where you left me? Hmm. I give right where you left me eight corners I haunt. <laughs> eight corners I haunt. Nice. Yeah, it's it's a great song. One that, you know, I don't listen to a lot, but like it's really good. Yeah. I, I, I should listen to it more. It it's it's a fantastic song. Yeah, and, I really like um, it. I know that a lot of Swifties are like, Oh, Evermore is the child that got left behind by Taylor and like I do kind of like feel that way a little bit myself and like myself. Mm. I don't listen to a lot of stuff from Evermore. Yeah, I definitely listen to it way more than you do. You know, I'm yeah. I'm way more a folklorian, if you will. Mm-hmm. So like, I I find myself culpable in that, mm. you know, of the fact that like Evermore is a forgotten child. Yeah, you need to child visit it to more. me. Yeah, yeah, because there's really good stuff on on Evermore. Yeah, and no, I love Evermore. It like instantly calms me down. Oh, yeah, before. for sure. Like, whenever I'm in, like, a rainy day mood, mm-hmm. Evermore is perfect. Yeah. I mean, like, Evermore itself, the song Evermore is, like, one of my favorite songs. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I will give it an 8. Gab from 1 to 10, Corners I Haunt, what do you give right where you left me? We're, like, really on the same page these days. I'm also going to give it 8 Corners <sighs> I Haunt. Wow. Um, I also like have to say I love especially the corners I haunt kind of made me think of this how visual it is where it's like I'm still at the restaurant like the broken glass like I just picture you know as someone who spent a lot of time in restaurants I picture her in a corner in a booth yep like made of like red velvet or leather or something and she's yep. stuck in this booth in this old-fashioned restaurant and like she is just like stuck there and i see the pinned up hair like it's so visual yeah and, like i feel like i could see even like the music video for this like glass spilled yeah. like red wine of like splatter like any of it yep so i like that i think that's really cool i'm a big fan of this song i really like that like this song and it's time to go and the album. I mm-hmm. think that they're really great, fantastic additions. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. I, I mean, I really like Evermore, and I think some these are some of the best bonus songs. And I cannot wait to see her play it on the Eras <laughs> tour. Woohoo! And now it's time for the segment of Swifty Spotlight. On this week's Swifty Spotlight, we have a big Swifty from Australia, um, and her name is Caitlin Carlton. Welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you. Yes, excited to be here. Yeah, super excited <laughs> to have you. So we're just going to hop right into uh, to the questions. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you like to do for fun. Awesome. Yeah, well, I'm from Brisbane, Australia. Uh, I grew up actually dancing and studied theatre at university. Spent a lot of my early 20s in theatre, um, but now I work in admin and management. What I like to do for fun is, uh, well, we play, I play a lot of board games with my friends. Awesome. Um, and recently I've been playing a lot of Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what I do to relax. Um, but also I still take like casual dance classes awesome. and um, go to shows when I can and yeah, that's a, a mean in a nutshell. What's your favorite board game at the moment? Uh, I really like um, Betrayal. Oh. Betrayal House on the Hill. Oh. Yeah, that's probably my favorite. Oh, um, I love that game. Munchkin. Yeah, and we have the um, spin-off, which is... 
I think it's some sort of dungeon based. I don't know. Cool. My my friends play it, and I'm just like, I'm here for the fun. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. And what uh, what what's your favorite kind of dance? Yeah, well, I grew up doing jazz and tap. Cool. I really enjoy that musical theater, obviously, and just anything that I can have fun with. Bit of like. My dance teacher, well, my favorite dance teacher that I take class from enjoys a lot of throwbacks, so 80s and 90s oh, type fun. of grooves and oh, that sort of fun stuff, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a tap dancer, so yeah. it, it's <laughs> awesome to meet a fellow tapper. <laughs> okay, so Caitlin, when did you first become a Swifty, and do you remember the first Taylor song that you heard? Yeah, so a friend of mine... This is back in 2009. I think it was early 2009. A friend of mine that I was sitting next to on the bus where you had to still share the same, like, one ear in each mm-hmm. for the earpods. Um, she played me Love Story and White Horse. Oh, cool. And those were, like, the first two I remember, and I was like, who is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest is kind of history. Uh. I just got fell deep into the hole and um, then discovered debut, and that was kind of what kicked it all off. I have seen her once live. I saw her in 2012 on the Speak Now tour. Ah. Yeah, and I was actually lucky enough to be invited backstage for the tea party. Oh, my no God. Way. Yeah. Which is something I don't tell people enough about. Yeah, <laughs> that's huge. They all know I'm obsessed with um, Taylor Swift, but not that I actually got to meet her. Wow. Which was, God. like, incredible. And I was telling someone else at the show about it, like, a mutual connection, which is, like, we were told to go back when Love Story started. She's like, so you didn't get to see Love Story live? I'm like, no, but I got to meet Taylor Swift. Yeah. So like, it's okay. It's really okay. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Oh um, so that was, that was incredible. And That's so cool. So yeah. they, they just like, they came up to you and they're like, do you want to go to the tea party? Like, how did that work? Yeah. Well, me and my friends were like in maybe like the back row or the second back row and we were with three other girls that we didn't know either but they were like we apologized and said sorry might be a bit dramatic and um, obsessed for the next 90-ish minutes and they're like no no, no we're here for it too oh and gosh. so we all just got up and so it was like six of us and um yeah it was towards the end of the show we had someone come up I don't know if it was Andrea at the time they had an American accent and they just said, like, oh, like, have you guys ever met Taylor? And we're like, no. <laughs> and I just remember crying and I had to sit down. Yeah. So I was shaking. Yeah. And then I don't remember what happened between then and um, going backstage. No Yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. cool. That's oh so cool. Back, yeah. back in the day when she still had I know. people come backstage. Yeah. I know. Oh, oh, the crazy. party was such a good one, too. Oh. Yeah. It was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that must have been so amazing. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Do you remember anything that, yeah. like, you said to her? Oh, not <laughs> really. Like, I have a, a signed program, and I remember just, like, talking to her and saying what my name was, and she signed it to me, and my friend was, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, like, sorry, you're kind of a big deal to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, we got to meet her band as well. Oh. They all came around. And, oh, wow. You know, got some guitar picks and... Um, some photos. They also had cookies, which Ooh. is all I really remember. Yeah, and they've been really good. Yeah. Oh, um, my gosh. That's so cool. But yeah, that was incredible. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know who I want to meet more, uh, Taylor or Amos Teller, her <laughs> bass player. I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, he's okay. Like, he's like, yeah, a, he's like a star. Amos, he's like a star he, to me. Hey, he messaged us. He, does, he yeah, likes he, our messages. He likes our messages. <laughs> 
um, which is, you know, a step in the right direction. Well, uh, what does Taylor's music mean to you? And with that, why did you want to be on um, the Mm. Right Where You Left Me episode? Yeah, um, this is the question I struggled with the most. Yeah, it's very general. What does it mean? (laughs) Um, The two words that came to mind were identity and comfort. Mm. Um, I find that even if I'm not in the same point of my life that Taylor was, she has a song for every sort of moment or every feeling. There's something that I can relate it back to or that connects to me. And I guess I also enjoy that other people associate Taylor Swift with me. Mm, (laughs) I love that when a song comes out or she's in the news or something is released, my inbox just fills up with people being like, did you see this? I'm like, yes, I saw this. But like, that brings me so much joy that like people think of me when they think of Taylor Swift. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, and why I wanted to be on the Right Where You Left Me episode. um, I've been a Patreon for a patron of whatever you say for a long time. And I, just never really knew which one to pick and I was like like I'd love to talk about a song that I'm really passionate about like but I just couldn't decide and then you put up a list of all the R episodes and I went that one Mm. like that's I know that I can talk about this song I know that it means a lot to me that's put my hand up send a message just do it Mm. and then yeah here I am yeah what is it that you love about this song I find it continues to grow on me so when I first listened to it and I find this with quite a lot of Taylor's music. I'm like, oh. And then it takes a few listens until I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it, the meaning and what it's about continues to change as I'm growing through life as well. I know it hasn't been out for that many years. Yeah, a couple <laughs> of years. Oh, yeah. yeah. Recently, it's been, um, it's been 10 years since I left high school. And I really started thinking about my 10-year reunion and about... I know the song's more of like a breakup song, but I think that's also what's great about music in general is that it can relate to different situations yeah, and absolutely. scenarios. And it started to really think about the anxiety around expectations and like everything around me has changed and I'm am I still here? What have I done in the past 10 years? Mm. The I guess this is a bit, <laughs> a bit depressing, but the whole like what a sad sight, everyone else has moved on. Like where what have I done? Like and where does that leave me? And um, I think it also it kind of encapsulates the feeling of when you start doom scrolling late at night and you come across a post or you come across something that reminds you of an old friend or an ex or someone who used to be in your life. And it's like, wow, look at all these amazing things that the people around me have done and created. And what do I have to show for myself? And where does that leave me? And I feel like it just, it nails that feeling right on the head for me. And it's like, oh, like I'm here. Oh, all right. Well, Everything else has changed and I'm still thinking about this thing. Mm. Yeah. The line that gets me a lot is also like, break up, breakups happen every day, you don't have to lose it. Mm. And when you were talking, I only listened to Renegade episode last time. Mm. But, um, when you're talking about like the anxiety around like what everyone else thinks of you and what the expectation is. And um, I think it relates back to the public perception of Taylor and her dating history and writing these songs about the breakups and other people saying like, you know, breakups happen to everyone. Why do you have to sit there and write a whole album Mm -hmm. about how upset you are? Mm -hmm. And that feeling of feeling stuck after a breakup. And when you're just, 
it's all you think about. It's all you do. It's everyone, like, you might still be going about your life, but you're still stuck at that table. You're still stuck in that memory of when you were 23 or 19 or whatever it was. Like, you can't continue your life because that's all you're... It's where you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then finally is also, I don't know if you're going to mention it during um, Gossip Gab, but the theory, I'm very deep on Taylor Swift TikTok. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and the theory of when um, this song was released that it could be from Esty's perspective, oh. from Nobody, No Crime. Oh. I don't know if that's, um, I found that really interesting when it came out and it kind of, um, when you re-listen to it with that in mind, it's oh, like, I love that. oh, is it about like, a murder oh like this person's stuck where they are and um i just enjoy that as a bit of they got murdered murdered in the olive garden and her ghost is stuck (laughs) at the table (laughs) yeah at the olive garden she's still there oh i'm gonna i'm gonna look into that one i'm that's exactly that is what this song (laughs) is to me now (laughs) i think it's I think it's probably a bit of a stretch. No, I think it, I think it is absolutely. But I still love that, and I love I love like because we did a lot of different theorizing with the different fictional characters mm-hmm. in the Evermore and folklore world, and I like love all of that. Yeah, it's fun. Oh yeah, and I love um, I love to clown as much as the next person. Oh yeah. please, oh us too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I mean ultimately, it 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 is just so theatrical, Evermore, and and. Like, it, it's, like, where, you know, it could absolutely be a production, like, a stage production, mm. you know? Mm. Like, it, she could easily turn mm. Folklore and Evermore into a musical. Like, easy. Yeah. You know? the, the I was thinking exist. that as well as I was listening to the song this morning. It was, like, you can see this as, like, it's the point right before the hero turns and makes a change for the better and gets their life together. That's yeah. where I feel like yeah, your song gets. Yeah, absolutely. A little bit into act two when, you know, mm. the, the, oh, the yeah. lover leaves and they're sitting there at the table. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Well, and it, and it it's really interesting too. Like, I love like the way that you, you interpreted it mm-hmm. as well too. And like just showing how each song can mean, mean different things to each of us. And I was just thinking mm. about like, there is so much pressure about a 10 year reunion and we, well, I don't know. I skipped mine. Well, I missed mine because it would have been oh, COVID. Oh, I didn't end up going either. Yeah. yeah mine would have been COVID. So uh, it didn't even happen. Yeah. Which I'm like thinking yeah. back, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> and I think it's, this song is what you think at the deepest, darkest moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't actually believe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's not true. But I know you, we've all got our own path and we all end up where we're meant to be in the end. And I, I do truly believe that. But yeah, like I said before, there's always a, a Taylor Swift song to just hit you yeah. right where you need it. Yeah, oh, yeah. all yeah. of the different feelings and yeah. emotions. Yeah. And as you know from our podcast, we we go deep. We talk about it all. We talk about the highs and the lows, our anxiety. So everything's yeah. on the table. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So as of right now, because we know it's changing, right what now. are your top five Taylor songs? There was no way I was going to be able to pick. So I did go to the Tumblr where you do the Oh, I love that. Battles. It's a yeah. very helpful tool. <laughs> and create the yeah. list. Yeah, um, and the five songs that came up were um, All of the Girls You Loved Before. Oh. I don't know whether that's just because it's recently come out, but it's so I've been a little bit obsessed it's with really it. It's really good. Um, number two was I Bet You Think About Me. Mm. Number three was The Very First Night. Oh, yes. Number so good. <laughs> <laughs> number four is Jump Then Fall. Oh, yes. Delicate. <laughs> so yeah. good. 
something false stands yeah. over here. Yeah. Are you also a Leo? No. <laughs> no. Close. I'm a Cancer. Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, we're, we're yeah. Very similar. Um, Gab's best friend is a Leo, and her one of her favorite songs is "Jump and Fall" as well. Mm, yeah. So. For, yeah. Leo connection. Summer connection. Yeah. That's that's a great list. I mean, honorary mentions do go to like the story of us, mm-hmm. false god. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited to to just hear you. Um, unhash all of that oh yeah yeah. oh yeah i mean the story of us is gonna be a dream episode oh yeah you're ready i'm ready i've I've been ready i remember when i was binging i I came to you guys a bit later like then when it was released and i was binging through all of it and the episodes are about 20 30 minutes and then we get to all too well and it's like an hour long i was like excellent can't wait yeah. That one's so cool. It's yeah. one of my favorites because it was yeah. all pre like Taylor's version. Mm. Yeah. And so it's so cool mm-hmm. that we're like talking about the 10 minute and then we can like revisit. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know, some of her songs just deserve an hour, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, our, our Death by a Thousand Cuts episode with Britney that lasted mm. like two hours <laughs> and then I had to edit it down. <laughs> To, that was a long one. To under an hour. We li- we did. We talked to her for like two hours. Oh my God. It was anyway. Have you seen the rumors uh, that Taylor's booking uh, parts of her Australian leg of the tour? Yes, yes, I have. It makes me nervous thinking about trying to buy tickets. Yeah, fair. Like, fair. <laughs> not even like being there. Um, and I know we don't have the population that America does, so we won't have the same numbers, but. We also won't have as many shows. Mm-hmm. Like, totally. But yes, I have heard the rumors and I am prepared to spend all of my money <laughs> to do whatever it takes. <laughs> I've already, I've spoken to my work and I'm like, I'm, just so you know, I'm going to need annual leave when they go on sale. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're like, I'm going to need the day off because yeah. otherwise I'm just going to be at work stressed. Yeah, so. totally. <laughs> and I also think that like, because it was such a mess here, it can't yeah. be worse than that. Yeah. Hopefully, like no, that can't happen. Yeah, and I think that also is one of the reasons we don't have dates yet, and we don't have tickets yet, is because that is still going on. <laughs> and I think, I think her team is trying to find a way that it doesn't happen again with those international dates. Yeah, totally. So. I've seen a few people online be a bit negative about it, but I'm like, I really don't think this is just a Taylor thing. I don't think, you know, no, yeah. for sure. I think everything is much more involved than just uh, she doesn't want to come here. Yeah, it's like, no, I think there's... No, she yeah. loves Australia. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the 1989 DVD was filmed. DVD. In... I mean, the Sydney line is iconic. Like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that version of You Are In Love, I watch like every day. Mm. Her eyes are so blue. Her eyes are very blue so in blue. it. Yeah. Oh well. Well, thank you so much for for being um, on our Swifty Spotlight. It was so awesome to hear your thoughts and mm. how you relate to this song, and and also like your top five Taylor songs are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? A little fun fact is um, back in the day when Facebook had fan pages, mm-hmm. I did run a Facebook fan account. Ah. Oh. Um, <laughs> that was called um i sometimes think taylor swift lives in my head ah! <laughs> it only had about like a thousand likes maybe that's pretty um, good. and it doesn't exist anymore <laughs> but i don't have 
that anymore and I don't have any fan account. Um, hey, it's you know, if you did have yeah. a fan account, you could <laughs> say that you met Taylor and you would probably get like 100,000 <laughs> yeah. followers immediately. <laughs> Back in 2012 and there's just one photo from like a digital camera that I have. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Taylor met. Like yeah. that's immediately like, yeah, 50,000 followers, I'm, I'm sure. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll put that theory to the test. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you have that photo and want to send it to us, we would. We would oh yeah, well, we would totally, yeah. we totally post it. If, if I'll see if like I can find it. Yeah. I think I do have some um, of the room itself that it, um, it was in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'll definitely send through what I can. Yeah, because cool. I know those digital camera days. You're like, mm-hmm. which external hard drive is this thing saved on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh well, amazing. Well, Caitlin, thank you so so much for joining us. No, thank you. Swifty Spotlight. Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. What is your favorite theory of the right where you left oh, me theories? Do are you, you have? A, are you a big Dickens fan? Yeah. Should I read Great Expectations? <laughs> is there a theory that you have on this song that we didn't mention? Uh. Are you still 23, stuck inside your fantasy, how it was supposed to be? Mm. Let us know it all in the captions. Um, and remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. We currently have a reaction, our initial reactions to the Eras Tour set list up on there. Just us, you know, chatting all about the set list. So Just chatting away. You can find it there. Also, if you're interested in doing a Swifty Spotlight, like Caitlin on this episode, you can find out how to do that also at our Patreon. Yes, and thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute best and you allow us to do what we do. Yeah, thank you so, so, so much. Well, next episode, we're going to be covering Ronin from Red Taylor's version. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time.